Welcome to the TNT Podcast, where we discuss all of the hottest current events within hip-hop culture, album reviews, politics within the music industry, and more. You all know me by Talorian. I am one half of the TNT Podcast, and of course, I have my brother here with me. Yes, sir. My name is Timothy. I'm the other half of the TNT Podcast, and we're here with the shits. We are bringing unbiased, unfiltered, honest conversations about hip-hop and the culture. So if you're sensitive about your favorite artist or public figure, go on ahead to the next podcast. But you can still follow us, though. Just remember, these are our opinions, and we are only speaking on behalf of us. Thank you all for tuning in. All social media platforms will be in the description for each and every episode. So don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Peace and love. He was waiting on somebody to do some real shit. Now he's coming in with it because he is coming with some fucking heat. That's all he wanted. He just that, that was his inspiration. That was his inspiration was them two motherfuckers because he knew something was going to go down. Yes, man. Yeah, we about to get into it. We about to get into this. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I want to welcome everybody to episode, what is it, 65? Episode 65. Episode 65 of the TNT Podcast, TNT, TNT, TNT. I am one half of the TNT Podcast. Y'all know me by Timothy. And of course, I got my brothers here with me today. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Yes, sir. This is the other half of the TNT Podcast, Lauren. And um, yeah, man, we got a great one for y'all today. This is uh, episode 65. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is your boy, Justin, coming back again. No, support my brother. Support the movement. TNT all day, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, how y'all feeling, man? What y'all, what y'all been up to? Man, we good, man. We good, good down here. You know, we uh, you know, we're trying to keep out. We got a little weather coming down our way. You know, a little uh, a little hurricane side. He want to come knock on our doors, but I think we're gonna be all right. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I've been seeing the hurricane. Uh, it's definitely going towards Louisiana. I want to just send my prayers out there to everybody. Uh, everybody, yeah. stay safe. Uh, if you can get out and leave, go ahead and do that. But for everybody that can't, they're stuck, they're staying there, just, you know, just stay safe. I'm sending prayers. We've seen this happen already with Hurricane Katrina. That was real tragic. So we don't want to see that again. So, uh, but yeah, man, I don't want to, I don't want to take over. Uh, but yeah, I just, um, you know, I'll process and I've been chilling. Uh, that's pretty much all I've been doing. I ain't even been really working, just I'll process it. So uh, I'm about to try to see if I can get a lot done in this week. And uh, what was today? I got about 14, 13, 14 days left of being an active duty military, uh, Air Force. So, yeah, I'll be completely done active duty in like two weeks. So, yeah, actually two more Sundays. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but no, I've just been working or uh, just out processing, chilling. Uh, kicking it with friends and uh yeah just preparing to move back so yeah i ain't been doing much just pretty much chilling though catching up on music there's so much music uh so yeah i mean that's pretty much it music documentaries shows uh yeah not, nothing else uh podcasts so yeah that's pretty much it it's a lot of shit coming. Shit's coming faster and faster every day. Uh, I'm trying to keep yeah. up. You know, I get overwhelmed every now and then, but it's all good. I love it. I love music. I love hip-hop. I feel like hip-hop is a part of me. I'm alive. I'm here and I'm alive for hip-hop. Um, but yeah, man, uh, nothing, nothing's been going on on my end. I've just been working and 
chilling, just living life, uh, trying to stay in a positive mind frame, uh, you know, day-to-day, you know, same thing over here, you know, same day-to-day activities. I don't really do too much, um, but, you know. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to ask you, man, like, you're – you're like you said, you're about to be home. You're about to be home, man. So how does it feel that you're going to be coming back to Dallas uh, with your family? And, you know, good, man. Uh, good. Like um, I've been ready. I've been gone for five years. So it's going to be it's going to feel good. It's going to be like a fresh new start. feel like I, I know Dallas. But I don't know Dallas. It's like I'm from Dallas, but it's like I kind of left starting my adulthood in my early 20s. So now I'm in my like late twenties. So it's like, and my last day in the Air Force is my twenty eighth birthday. So it's like, it's kind of crazy to be like you started in your early twenties, then you in your late twenties. So it's like it felt like a like brand new to me. And um, no, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to explore Dallas and try new places because uh, it's crazy. I feel like I've done more here than I've ever done back home. So it's gonna be dope. Almost like exploring a new city almost even though i'm from there but uh no nah, bro i'm excited uh i think it's time for like you know just that next phase to do something different you know i don't know bro i just like fresh starts it just feel good it's gonna be a big change big change yeah, for you to for you to come back to dallas but uh we're gonna welcome you with open arms yeah man i'm excited bro i'm super excited and then you know i'm coming i'm coming uh I'm coming home in what, but in three weeks for you know your event, and then coming back and you know closing stuff down here on this side, then I'm gonna head back again. So yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's a lot coming up. We got concerts and shows coming up. Me and you. So J Electronica. Who else we got? We got the. Conway joint. Yeah, we got we got some shows coming up. Yeah, y'all got it made down there. Like I said, some people come down here, some people don't. The closest they'll come probably New Orleans and then Texas and then you go probably Florida and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Down here in Mississippi, you might you might get lucky, but nah, you don't really see it too much. Yeah, I, I love when when I get ready to move back, boy. I tell you, I might take I might take too much advantage of that. Mm-hmm. You gotta take advantage of the shows in Dallas, cause, I mean, some artists, well, some artists I've only seen because I've lived in California, because they come to Dallas, but very rarely. Mm-hmm. There's something about New York and Cali where they go, they like, they always go. But yeah, in yeah, Dallas, yeah. in Dallas, it's like up and down. You don't know if they'll come, or they'll say they come and they might cancel, right? Uh, but I know a lot of celebrities do like Dallas. I think it just sometimes you got to be in a area where music is really like big, California, New York. It's like they always going to be in those areas. So, but uh, but yeah, you get chances to see people in Dallas, see them in Dallas for sure. Me and Tim have been to like what fifty shows in Dallas or thirty shows, however many. So we've seen pretty much everybody. Like we we we've seen everybody. Um, 
but yeah, normally, normally when people come, they skip Dallas. Uh, you know, Pusha T is on my shit list for skipping Dallas several times. <laughs> I think, look, I think he. T- uh, I remember, I think he texted me about that that day, and I, I bought the ticket, and then I think they said they end up canceling the, uh, the whole thing. I was like, damn. I would love to see Pusha T, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I say he should do it even if it's like 20 people, bro, because I, I don't know. They just – I don't see – I don't know how people feel about Pusha T yeah, in Dallas. Probably, I don't know how they feel, so. He probably caught wind of what happened that when – I think when Joe Budden came down, and I think Timmy told me nobody went to it, and then he probably – I guess he felt some type of way. Like, he probably caught on that. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, people yeah. ain't messing with them, uh, them lyrical rappers no more. That's all yeah. you ain't, if, you ain't, if you ain't bumping that uh club shit, you ain't ain't nobody coming to you. Yeah, it's crazy to me. Yep. Yeah, people people don't really want to go to hip hop shows anymore. It's cool, you know, it's it's fine. We'll just have to travel, you know, if we want to see Pusha T, and I'm okay with that. Honestly, honestly, that's that's honestly I don't that's what might be like I might end up doing that. I might just be traveling to see artists that I want to see. Like Instead of, I'm just like, they might not come to Dallas, so I might just have to travel to see them. So, I wouldn't mind doing that at all, actually. I wouldn't mind that. But yeah, man, a lot of music. A lot of music. A lot of goddamn music. Fuck it. Let's get get to the shits. Let's get to it. Let's just get to it, bro. Let's get to it. You see... You see Timothy over there shaking, boy. Yeah, he's just like, let's let's get to it, bro. Let's just get to it. Jump right in. Let's quit the small talk and get to the shits. Baby Keem, Family Ties. How did y'all feel about this record? Man. First off, the record is hard. Baby Keem spazzed. He spazzed. (laughs) Like, I was just, and I, I had been waiting on something, anything with Kendrick on it. Uh, I was just like, something, give us something. So first thing I can definitely say is the visuals. Oh my God, the visuals for this video is incredible. Yes. Like, yes. I don't know what it is about when Kendrick is on a video. It looks like a movie. It looks like a movie camera. I don't know what it is, like, or who he's working with. It's always high production videos I, I don't know if that's him like in the background like on some like you know we got to make this look right because every time his video like the god what was the video the god is gangster that look like a movie like it's always a deeper meaning or looking video uh as far as quality goes and he just and kendrick just always go off but yeah i don't know what that is i was like kendrick need to be you know i don't know if he's gonna be directing any films or what but any type of yeah. filming or video, the qu- the video quality is like insane every time. So that was something that I noticed. And and then Kendrick spazzing. Like I, I just been waiting on a, a Kendrick verse. Like I've just been like, what, what are we gonna get when Kendrick drops something? And then um, you know, like we was talking about earlier. He was doing a lot of face covering. I don't know what that was about, but I don't know if that's just like on some like uh like COVID or if it's just like uh, I'm trying to be like you know mystique and mysterious on some like MF Doom type stuff. I don't know, but uh I don't know, man. I I am loving this time in music right now, like <laughs> right now, <laughs> like because I don't know, bro. We need this 
especially how long he's been gone. And it's like, fam, all I got to say is we we have to appreciate Kendrick because we ain't getting this. We ain't getting no more of this, like a lot more of this of him being in front of the camera. You're not going to get that much of this. So, yeah, man, uh, Baby King Spaz, Kendrick Spaz, and um, he can rap, bro. He can just, man, <laughs> he can rap. He's just like, going to prove it. Facts, facts. You say it like I said, well, we need, we needed this Kendrick verse. And like, when I was at work when I was listening to it. I was chilling. And then, like, when I was listening to it, he was fast. But then I looked at the, like, the picture of the song. And I was looking at it. I said, damn, that kind of reminded me of, like, Kendrick Lamar thing. Because, you know, he, oh, good kid, Matt said he was crossing everybody's face off. Yeah. And then I looked to the, I looked to the other side. I see Ken, a young Kendrick picture. Mm -hmm. I said, damn, wait a minute. Why Kendrick in this picture? I then I looked it up and I kind of figured out their first cousin. Or yeah, maybe first cousin. maybe King and yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh damn! I said, you know what? This, this fire right here. I said, and then I listened to that verse. I'm like, bro. I said, why he snapping like that? <laughs> I said, somebody done pissed him off. Somebody yeah, done pissed the man off, man. He coming for he coming for niggas next, bro. He's bro. he's coming for niggas next. No, he's he got tired getting called number two, bro. He's coming for two <laughs> niggas next. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's 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 get this clear. He's coming for a two. Okay. I just want to say salute to Baby Keem because I don't want to take all the spotlight away from him. Uh, his verse was yeah. dope. The way he was switching flows and stuff like that was dope. Wow. I always I always thought that Baby Keem was dope. Uh, he released uh, "Die for My Bitch" a couple of years back. I thought that was an underrated album. Uh, if y'all haven't heard that yet, y'all should definitely go check that out. Um, but I was definitely looking forward to this record because I like how Baby Keem and Kendrick kind of feed off of each other. And oh, yeah. that there was a great display of that on this record because the beat switches, I think, three times on this song. The beat switches three times. And you know I love when beat switches. When a beat switches and Kendrick comes Bro. in, you, you already know he's fixing the fucking spaz. So I already knew what already. was coming. Smoking on top fives. Yes, I was just about to say, just say smoking on top five. <laughs> smoking, on, yo, yo. smoking on top fives. Fuck that album. Fuck that single. Burn that hard drive. Burn that hard drive. He, Kendrick is waiting for one of you to say Candyman. Why has no one said Candyman yet? Why has no one said Candyman yet? That was, that was a line. Candyman. That was a line from 2017 on Element. No one has yep. said Candyman yet. Yep. I'm trying to figure out why no one has said Candyman yet. I think, and I hate to bring Drake into this, but I think Drake is terrified of Kendrick Lamar. I think Drake is terrified of Kendrick terrified. Lamar. Terrified. I think he's fucking terrified of Kendrick Lamar. This might be a hot take, but I don't give a fuck. We do hot takes here on TV. <laughs> I think Drake is terrified of Kendrick Lamar, okay? Terrified, man. Terrified. That's a bold statement right there, man. I think Kendrick Lamar knew and saw that Drake's album is coming out and Kanye's album is, well, actually Kanye's album released today. I think he saw that and I think he wanted to insert himself in this conversation. I think he picked the perfect time to drop this verse. I think this verse was just a little taste of what we're about to get on this, whatever he's about to do on this album. But I think he's coming for blood. And I've been saying this for the past year. He's coming for blood. Yep. He's, he's coming for blood. There were There were a few moments in here where i thought that he was specifically talking to drake and i'm about to tell you the line that i think that he was talking about drake it was at the end of the song whenever he said it was at the end when he was uh doing the heated little voice and he was like i'm that guy stop playing smoking on top five yeah I'm that guy. <laughs> baby king 
<laughs> Baby King came in and said, number two has been DMing my bitch. That's cool. I don't ask why. So if Kendrick is saying, I'm smoking on top fives, obviously, Yo. obviously Kendrick, I mean, they're, they're together. So obviously he's thinking Kendrick is the, is the GOAT number one, right? Who the fuck is number two? Who's number two? Drake. You gotta be Drake. Drake. Why the Drake. fuck, why the fuck is Drake DMing Baby Keem's girl? Bro, that's crazy. Bro, that went over my head low key. <laughs> that's kind of, that's wild. Damn, that is wild, bro. Number two, DMing my bitch. And then, I can't remember the line exactly, but I think Kendrick said, um, what do you say? I'm, uh, Smoking on top fives, all of all of the rap game is my sons or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, he I, said he said he said I got a daughter, but the rest of y'all niggas my sons or something. He said, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was some weird way he said it. I was like, that's that's fire, bro. Like, <laughs> is Drake? I love Drake. I love Drake, but is Drake not the definition of a bitch ass nigga? <laughs> I feel like you've been saying that for years. So, why is he DMing somebody else's girl? And this is why I didn't like Marvin's room. Okay. This is why I didn't like Marvin's room because Marvin's room is the bitch ass nigga anthem. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I've never heard nobody say it like that. And Look, he, so he gave it to you the so way. What about the people that listen to it? <laughs> yeah, hold on, wait a minute. Yeah, let's go back to that, man. No, 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 no. Marvin's room kind of fire. Like, no, 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 no. If you listen to it, that's fine. But if you're out there doing what he's talking about on that song, mm-hmm. then you're you're grouped in with the rest of the bitch ass niggas because <laughs> Drake, Drake trying to talk to married women, women who have been engaged, people, yeah, girlfriends. No. Like, come on, man. Bro, I'm really wondering how many women would just like drop everything they doing to take a flight to see Drake. Hey, I feel like a lot. I'm like, I'm talking about engaged married women. Like, I'm not talking about women that's out here that's just single. They can do whatever they want. I'm talking about fully engaged, like, married women. That's kind of wrong. Let's be real. You know, you know, sometimes it's like a one-time only thing. You know somebody going to do it. And some women, I, I think some it, women can't resist. Like they just, it, they it's gonna, it, it's not gonna be them known, like the known people, unless you know they just really want fuck with Drake. It's gonna be like them people that you don't even know. Like I feel like some women, I feel like some women would crack. They just like I, I can't not go see Drake. <laughs> like, like, I mean, yeah. it's Drake. It's Drake. I'm pretty it's, sure. I'm pretty some sure. Some women are a bop for Drake. <laughs> like, so. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. Like so, women on box for Drake for real. Like they can't resist. They like engaged or not. I'm gonna go see Drake. <laughs> like some women just they can't resist. Like and now you probably hard. you probably got people that don't even know Drake's music. Don't even know Drake make music, and they just like, hey, I'm a rapper. I got money. You try to come out and see me tonight. Yeah. Packing your bags. Stay out there, motherfucker. It's crazy, nice. man. If you don't know who Drake is at this point, where the hell are you living? Are you living under a rock? You got to be living under a rock. rock. Even things that are under rocks know what Drake, who Drake is. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The worm under a rock, whatever the hell is under a rock. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the the worm under the rock is definitely bumping certified over boy when it comes out. Yep. 
Definitely. Yeah. But it's like no. that's like being in Africa and like people not knowing who Michael Jackson is. They know who Drake is. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But no, Kendrick, Kendrick is definitely is definitely coming after that number one spot. And the only way that you get to that number one spot is to get rid of the person who's in that number one spot. And we all know who that person is. And the reason why I think uh, Drake is is terrified of Kendrick is back to the conversation that we had whenever I was uh, talking about how he kind of inserted himself in the conversation around Damn. Uh, when Damn came out, uh, he had the number one album that year. That was, to me, a lot of people say that Drake's run has been going since Take Care up until now. But I think there's a couple of years in there where Drake didn't didn't dominate the year. And that was definitely 2017. Drake did not dominate 2017. Kendrick, nah, Lamar, Kendrick Lamar dominated 2017. And I think Drake has been terrified of Kendrick since then. He may not seem like it. He probably, I think he's made comments before about Kendrick making it seem like he don't really he, like Kendrick is not on his radar, but I think Drake is definitely terrified of Kendrick Lamar. And uh, this verse just uh, it let me know that he that he's uh, he's coming, he's coming, and it pretty much proved what I've been saying for a year. He's coming and he's coming to chop motherfuckers' heads off. I'm trying to tell you right now. Yep, yep, pretty much. I, I don't <laughs> think I don't think that Kendrick Lamar gives a fuck about J. Cole at all. I no, think he, he don't. He's coming straight for Drake, and that line, the number two DM in my bitch. I think that that was, that was that was a clear shot at Drake. I think. Yep. Yep. I think so too. I think that's that crazy. A, that was a clear shot at Drake, and I'm just excited. I'm excited. I'm excited, man. And we're about to get some great albums from Drake. Um, the Kanye album came out today, uh, so I still need to listen to that. So you know, I know, I know y'all are gonna be wanting us to talk about that album, but but give us some time to listen to it. We gotta digest it, break it down, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Um, but did y'all watch the? Uh, he did uh, the third live stream. Did y'all get to watch? Yeah. The third live stream? I, I watched some of it. I didn't get to watch the whole thing, but uh, this one seemed the craziest. <laughs> it seemed yeah. like it got crazier yeah. every live stream. Yeah. This, this joint was in Chicago. He actually went to Chicago for this joint. He was born in Atlanta, so he did two in Atlanta. And then he finally brought it to Chicago. And this one looked crazier because it was like, I don't know. It was just, it was, it looked like a bunch of craziness. Stuff was on fire. He was on fire. Like, oh, it looked like Kim was in there. Like he was, it looked like he was like about to get married to Kim again. It looked weird. That's the yeah. part that I was about to say. This was some crazy ass shit. Seeing Kim Kardashian come out in a wedding dress. It was weird. It was crazy. Yeah, this one, this one was definitely the weirdest one out of all of them. It still does look like an Illuminati meeting. 100%. It does. One hundred percent. I liked all the cameos. Uh, he had Travis Scott come out. Uh, Marilyn Manson was looking awkward as fuck. Yeah, Dude. that's what got me right there. Like. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is he doing now? <laughs> Hold up. Man, Marilyn Manson was looking very awkward. He was looking out of place. That's what he was looking. He was looking out of place. Yeah, I mean, it he looked was, like he, it was in his own head. Like, like he forgot anybody was there. Like, it, he was, was, it was crazy. It looked like he was vibing, but it was like a weird kind of vibe. It was like a, yeah. It's like, this is like my white person vibe. And I don't know how to vibe. Black people vibe like, like it was one of those vibes where he was just trying to be like, yeah, I'm in a room full of niggas and I'm trying to fit in, and I just I think I'm gonna just bob my head. I'm gonna just I, move like you know what I'm saying on some like 
That's what niggas do, so I'm going to bob my head. <laughs> I'm going to bob my head. Um, but yeah, Travis Scott uh, came out. I think the baby came out because he had previewed a new verse of the jail record with the baby on it, which the baby's verse was crazy. He spazzed. It was. He spazzed. It was. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, it was a lot of people. It was a lot of people that were there. Uh, he made a lot of changes to the album. A lot of verses were added and some mm-hmm. verses were removed. Um, but it's okay because on the, I don't know if it's different on each streaming platform, but on the title version of the album is 27 songs. And he has a part two of each record that he changed the verses on. So I thought that was dope. It was real smart. Yeah, I'm glad he at least kept, I'm glad he at least kept those uh, and, and added whatever. Um, yeah, I'm happy about that. But this album, I'm not, if I'm not tripping, I think I saw it was an hour and 48 minutes. It was almost two hours. Almost two hours. Jesus. That is yeah. a long album. Yeah, Jesus. I'm still going to listen to it. I'm still going to listen to it, but my God. <laughs> yeah, I, I, seriously, I wasn't expecting 27 songs or whatever, because, like, you know, Kanye doesn't just overboard his albums with songs like that. Like, hey, wasn't he the one that started that five to seven song EP stuff? Because, you know, he was doing it for a good minute. And I was like, yeah, probably Donda might be at least 10, maybe 12. And my said 27. I said, 27? I said, oh, yeah, Kanye, Kanye up or something. I said, he don't just do shit like this. And you said ten. You said ten or twelve. I, for some reason, I knew it wasn't gonna be twelve. I was like, it's gonna be at least fifteen to twenty joints. Yeah. Like, I was like, I I knew it was gonna be because yeah, I was like, I know this album is gonna be at least like fifteen. Because like I said, yeah, when he dropped, yeah, yeah, he only had like I think seven songs. And then that last one he dropped after that, Jesus King. Yeah. He had no more like what 14, 15 songs on that. Didn't Something he? like that. Yeah. And then this album, twenty seven. Like man. It, it it almost it almost felt like uh like life of Pablo like he didn't know it's like with life of Pablo how he changes so many times and he was trying to figure out uh what songs to put on there what songs to take off or it being like a part one or part two it was almost like he almost did that exact same thing on this album it's like dang I didn't know what to keep I didn't know what to uh like take off so I'm gonna just put both of them so it was just like. Just, but I, I think he's just trying to figure out how to put the music out because Kanye got so much music. It's albums. I looked the other day. It's like between like Life of Pablo and this album, or even before that, it's supposed to have been like three, four other albums that was supposed to drop that never dropped, or five. Like it's it's multiple albums. So he be trying to. I think he be trying to figure out how to rearrange songs and put out music but then he's such a perfectionist it just ends up just being a whole like it just becomes annoying after a while <laughs> like yeah so for me um i think that's how it was everything that you just said i think that was what he was doing with life of pablo but i can see right through the bullshit with this album okay I think this was all a strategic marketing plan for him and to that come too. out. I think that too. For him to come out with an album so that he could sell records. And I think that him doing the live streams and changing up the songs and putting out part two versions of the songs and all that, this is about to be the new form of releasing music. So I do give Kanye a clap for that, for being a, um, 
for for uh, looking into the future uh, and seeing how it's going to how the music landscape is going to be in the future. So I, I do applaud him for that. But all of this, you know, inserting himself with the Drake, trying to release at the same time with Drake, doing the live stream, changing the song. This, come on, this is all strategic marketing. This is all the way it for is. him to sell more records. This is all the way for mm-hmm. him. Even even the merch, he was putting out the, uh, the 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 t-shirts and all of that, trying to get people to buy the merchandise. And then if you buy a piece of merchandise, you can get the album for an, uh, an extra, uh, for $5 instead of paying a full price for the album so that it will count as an album sale. And then I don't know if it's true, but I saw somebody had posted where he's releasing this new tech thing where you can change the album and change verses however you yeah, want Yeah, I to. think that's actually real. I think that's actually a real thing. I think he they say he's uh, charging, I think it's like only 20, uh, no, $200. And you can make Donda kind of like sound the way you want to want it to sound like Come on. No, i think that's i think that's a real thing come on guys this is this is a way to sell music this is a way to sell more albums and, and, and i think he i think he just i think i just read he went he's number one on itunes already after the album just being out a short period of time he's already number one like on itunes already yeah he should be he should be number influence one. he got bro that's the influence that fast, he got bro, bro. kanye has crazy. that effect he's already number one and like I said, I find like I said, he he got a crazy mindset, but like his mindset works to what he like he what he's working for. It's like all strategic. I, I see I see it on social media. Like why is Kanye doing this? Why is Kanye? I say if y'all understand his music, understand how passionate he's about music, even if he go about it the weird way, it's like something he likes and it's gonna come out great. Like yeah. I can already tell a lot of people gonna be talking about it. I was like, yeah, y'all just don't understand the man. Like I said, he went through a lot. And y'all are trying to like just use that as like his crutch. Like we're gonna talk about him because of what he went through. I'm like, but he's using it as like an inspirational thing. He's trying to, like I said, create art, like he always do. If he come out doing it crazy, it's just showing off passion of what he do. Like I mean, we don't yeah. see that much. He is Kanye. Kanye's been crazy since before college dropout, but not crazy. Yeah. But he's been the same person. It's just when he got bigger, it amplified it. Really, everything is just amplified. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> the bigger somebody gets, they, it just amplifies. Like money. Money amplifies who you already are. It don't make you different, really. So, With all that being said, though, I have a question. Because I do think that he was very smart with putting this together. Because obviously, we talked about it here on the podcast before. Artists like uh, Travis Scott, for example, when he put out World, he was trying to sell it in bundles. And that's how he was able to do all those numbers the first week whenever he was doing the bundles. And then they changed the rules. So you can't do bundles anymore because it's kind of cheating in a way. So I think but really who cares? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, yeah, they care. Uh, Cause I remember Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Asking the fuck out that week, bro. Yeah. She, was but she still shouldn't care. Bro. Cause our album wasn't as good as Travis. So we're not, she shouldn't even know. It, her album was not as good as Travis at all. So, she took that L. She lost. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree she with that. Did. I agree with that. And I and I feel like, you know, in this streaming era where album sales are kind of becoming obsolete in a way, I think you have mm-hmm. to figure out you have to figure out how to how to sell your album. I mean, it sucks, but you gotta you gotta figure out how to sell your album. And I think Kanye, he, you know, he he's figuring that out. And I think with what he's done it's going to change how people put out their albums in the future. So I think we just saw the first glimpse of that. Uh, so that's dope. But I have a question. Um, because while I'm saying that I think that this was all a marketing tactic, 
I've been seeing the conversation float around that Kanye needs Drake. He needs Drake. And I think that's why he tried Mm. to, that's why he tried to put out his album at the same time as Drake to kind of recreate that thing between him and 50 Cent from 2007. Because that's the the easiest way that he's going to sell records and he'll do it quick. And I think right now we're in a time where anybody that stands next to Drake or if you're releasing uh, on the same day that Drake is releasing, if you're doing a feature with Drake, whatever you're doing with Drake, Drake is going to boost you just just because he's Drake. So yeah, do you, that's do you, that's that's a thing. Do you yeah, guys think that he wanted to release the album at the same time as Drake because he thinks that it will help his album sales, or do you guys just think that he really wanted to just release with Drake, just to release with Drake? I think I think he was being paid. I think it could be it could be a mixture of both. It could be just because Kanye is petty, and then it yeah, could yeah. just be like, oh, I'm gonna release the same day as Drake just to you know like poke at Drake, like. And just like next, like mess with him or whatever, and then, but Kanye is still Kanye all by himself, so it's like Kanye still has a fan base that's still not gonna go nowhere, like because it's Kanye. Kanye is just Kanye is fine all by himself, but I think I don't know. I think some people feel like he might need Drake to do whatever, but yeah, of course Drake is that person now. But I think Kanye is still. He's still fine, even if he didn't release it on the same day as Drake, which he didn't, which I'm actually kind of glad about because it's like on the week that you dropped your album, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then, but it's going to be kind of crazy because Drake album drops Friday. So that it could go from like this week is like, oh, Donda. And then when Friday hit, Certified lover boy, but like, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? No, when, when Friday, it like pushed to the side for like, what is it? It's Sunday, it dropped today. Sunday, I'm, I'm telling you now, when, when Friday, yeah, and Friday Friday and certified lover boy comes out, Donda is dead. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, it's dead. It's done. Nobody's, nobody, that's crazy to me. Nobody's that's gonna crazy. talk about it. But so, no, I think Kanye is fine all by himself, but uh, I think he might, he might either just be, you know, that's with Drake because of this whole thing they got, or he just he could it could be doing something for his his albums too. But um, yeah, man, I actually kind of am happy that he didn't release it the same day as Drake because I feel like Drake would have owned that day. I mean, people would have listened to Donda, but it wouldn't have probably got the attention as Certified Lover Boy. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I think Kanye is Kanye all by himself. He's still fine. Like, I don't think. I think even though Drake is bigger, it still don't take away from who Kanye is and his artistry and his album sales and none of that. Not saying they not they might not be as big as Drake's, but it still don't take away from Kanye. So that's what I think. I don't I don't know if I can if I can see Kanye. Jesus is King did 264k first week. I think with everything that he's done to lead up to this album. He can't do anything less than 350. He can't do anything less than 350. So I have him doing 350 the least, 550 the most. But he can't do anything less than 350. If he does something less than 350, then it's going to be looking pretty bad for Kanye West. It's looking pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, real talk. I, I, nah, I believe it. Because, yeah, and, it's, it's Kanye. Yeah. And, and, you know, I agree with you. 
when you're saying that right now is Drake's time, but Kanye is such a legend that he's a I legend. Think, I think if he does less than than 350k, I think that's uh, gonna kind of signify a shift, a shift. And I think, I mean, Drake Drake is already that guy. He's already that guy, but. If Kanye does less than 350k, I think I think it's done. Like Kanye, just move on to other things. Go ahead and do the. Go ahead and work at Gap, do clothes or whatever. Go ahead and move forward from music. He's still not gonna be done with music though. Uh, he's still gonna release something eventually, but yeah, yeah, man. At that point, he probably just really gonna be doing it for the love of music. Like I mean, uh, and I still listen because it's Kanye. Hey Tim. So like when you're talking about like as far as uh, like the two fifty the five fifty you talk about like units as a like a whole or as, in, like in a week in a in a week like, first week first week the first week sales yeah first week I mean yeah because that because the average number for like Drake is like will be up in the five hundreds first week most of the time no Drake hasn't done anything less than seven hundred k since two thousand thirteen. Drake is doing Drake is doing Let me let me rephrase that. That that's gonna be tough man, because I, I don't see that either. I love Kanye, but I don't see I probably like I said the most 35, 35, well, more than that. Sorry about that. But 250, 300 k first week. Hopefully more because it's Kanye, but it's we'll gonna see. be tough to it's gonna be tough getting to that seven hundred mark. Like that's that's tough as shit. Yeah, I don't know Kanye doing a seven. If he does, that would be. I'd be like, oh wow, like that's this Kanye. I like they like really wanted Donda. Thing. If that was the case, yeah, because like, like I said, he he pushed it back so much, and that that's gonna affect a lot too. Like you kept pushing it back when you should have just dropped it the last the first time you claimed you were gonna drop it, and you just kept pushing it back. Like I understand you might want to rework stuff. And just you want to make it perfect, but I notice a lot of people complain about time, like how time frames is with people. Like some people talk about why the hell you wait five years just to drop an album, you know, and you one of the top rappers and stuff. And like I said, I can see that might affect it. And like I said, Drake can Drake can just do that. He can wait thirty years from now and he'll probably still sell out. And that's just that's asking a lot. But yeah. So, um... Yeah, with, with with Kanye, the only way I can see Kanye just, I don't know, I just, don't, I still don't know if he'll just sell like that. Yeah, but it's the I, way I he, the way it. he dropped the album, the way he dropped the album, I think that got people's attention though. Like, oh, let me sneak drop the album, so that's gonna make people want to listen. So his sales might be pretty good. We're gonna see. We're gonna see by the week, by the probably by. She really, he got up until low key certified lover boy, low key. <laughs> he don't even really got a whole week. He really got to Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I have him. I have him doing three fifty the least, five fifty the most. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Like, like Kendrick said, y'all got a couple of days to get y'all shit together. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely feel, doing. He definitely doing. He definitely doing more numbers than Jesus. Uh, Jesus is uh, king. He's definitely doing more numbers because this that the track list, the people that are on it, he's doing more numbers for sure. And then Drake, if Drake does anything less than 700k, it's gonna be time for him and his team to go and reevaluate because Drake shouldn't be in the business of doing anything less than 700k. 
<laughs> nah, you, okay, let's say you putting Drake on a pedestal right there. Damn. damn. So what if, do five, what if he do 500K? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like... Him and his team are going to need to go reevaluate because I think when Drake when Drake releases an album, I think he tries to go for a million in the first week. And I know for a fact that when he doesn't do a million in the first week, I know Drake gets upset. I know he fucking gets yeah. upset. I know he sits at home and he's like, fuck. So I think personally, if he does less than 700K with this album, he's about to give us a full pop album for his next album because that's going to piss him off. That's going to make him so mad. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he's going to give us a... He's gonna give us an album full of hotline blings. The next album, if he does, yeah, he, he like, he's gonna be like, forget this rapping. I'm going straight pop on y'all. Straight fucking pop, because I, like I said, I know for a fact that when Drake does less than a million, it it makes him mad. Because I know, I know the competitor that Drake is. He talks in his music a lot about him running laps over everybody. He's breaking records over fucking uh, roads that these niggas done paved and all that kind of shit. Like he's not talking all that shit for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was certified level, but I think I have Drake at like maybe 800. I think he's doing 800 to a million first week, I think, in my opinion. He might, he just might, because if the album sales don't back up the talk, he's going to be, yeah. Yep. Yeah, his team, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, OVO, they're going to have to, they're going to have to call a meeting. They're going to have to call a huddle. <laughs> it's going to be time for a huddle because it's going to be time for Drake. He's going to have to, he's going to have to do a reevaluation. He's going to have to do a reevaluation, bro, because if, if Drake does, Less than let me. I'll just say this: If Drake does less than Kendrick, right? If Drake does less numbers than Kendrick, then his team is really gonna go on the. They're gonna go in the room and they're gonna call an Illuminati meeting and they're gonna be like, "Okay, what the fuck do we need to do? <laughs> because this can't happen. Like you have to stay the number one guy. Like this can't happen." And me, <laughs> Kendrick can literally say you are <laughs> you're not that guy. <laughs> he really can say you're not that guy. <laughs> Kendrick can really say that. Yo, <laughs> look, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying, and I you're think not that guy, my boy, not I, no more. No, no <laughs> man, no more, Aubrey. <laughs> no man. And and I'm gonna be honest with you, I think that Kendrick is going to outsell Drake if it's not by a lot. I think I don't, so. I don't care if it's by twenty thousand. I think he's gonna also Drake. I do. I think so too. They people want this Kendrick music, bro. And Kendrick, man, that's crazy. Kendrick is probably about to sell like crazy, bro. Do you think people still want the Kendrick versus Drake back and forth? You think people still want that? I think they always want that. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I mean, like I said, some people don't care too much for it, but I don't know. I feel like people that is into this rapping, like they they want to see who gonna outdo who. <clears throat> Especially if it's like the, the top people. Like, yeah, we all seen Drake kind of pick bones with like you know little lesser folks, you know, mm-hmm. say what he has to say. But then you got Kendrick, which is like either right there next to you or a little bit above you. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it, it's it's gonna be monster versus monster. Like who's gonna win this one? A lot of people, I think a lot of people will like that. Yeah, um, want that? We'll want that because I want it because I still I, I still feel like it's unfinished business right there. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, it's definitely unfinished business. I mean, what what did Kendrick say in that freestyle? He tucked a sensitive rapper back in his pajama clothes. Yeah, I think that's it, bro. And then look, it's crazy. Everybody like, man, that that was just light work. I said light work. 
This nigga made four songs after he said that shit. And it, right. it still didn't touch Kendrick's verse. Come on, man. I'm top five. What do you say? I'm top two, but I'm not two. Like, yeah, it's light work for Drake. Man, Kendrick still got that nigga shit. Yeah, man. It's a crazy time right now. Yep. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen, but I think I think the real competition here is Kendrick and Drake. We can talk about Drake and Kanye yep. all day long. Drake uh, Kanye's yep. from a different era. Kanye's an OG now. So at this point, Kanye just needs to make make his sales, make his money, and keep it pushing. I think I think Kanye Kanye's competing. He wants to be, he wants to be in that circle of like. Oh yeah, I'm still the best OG. Like he just he wants to be in that, but it's okay if he's not because Kanye is a goat. Like that's just period. He's a goat. He just wants to be the goat, even over the uh, newer goats. Like he I just want to be the goat. Period. I feel like Kanye kind of wants that Michael Jordan, Mount Rushmore type of feel. Mm-hmm. Like when he's gone, and y'all still talk about rappers. Y'all still can't put him, like I said, you see LeBron can't get over with Michael. Sure, why not? But I think he wants that type of feeling, like, when they when you talk about somebody, you're still going to talk about Kanye before you talk about these young heads. Yep. So, I, like I said, it's feel like it's a, it's a competitive sphere, and he just want to be considered the top before it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. He wants his own Mount Rushmore. I think in his mind, he thinks – I think in Kanye's mind, he, he thinks he's, like, he's older, but – in, in the rap competition, in his mind, he's like in his twenties or thirties, like, like in his mind, like he, he's there. I mean, he keeps make, he makes like he's making music and it's still selling. But I'm saying, I think he wants to be still like in that Drake Kendrick conversation. And I'm just saying, it's okay if he's not. Like, you can still be that OG that makes music and still sells. Even if it don't sell as much as a Drake or a Kendrick or like a Cole or whatever, like whoever, you can still be Kanye, like just by yourself. You still like in an arena by yourself that's like still nobody's in your lane. Like there's still people that are not in Kanye's lane. Even if they out rap them, they not the artist that Kanye is. Like it's what it, it's like, whatever. But I think he still wants those sales. Like he's like, I still want to outsell Kendrick. I still want to outsell Drake. He's not going to outsell them. Yeah, he's not. He's not going to outsell them. And you know, like we always say here, numbers don't necessarily matter. But I think when you start yeah, talking exactly. about when you start talking, it matters about, to him though a little bit. It still yeah. matters to him a little bit. You know, well, for I, us, we just want all of them. You know, we just want good music. But for Kanye, hit sales and him outselling stuff makes him. I think it makes Kanye feel a way about himself himself being over like a Kendrick or a Drake. To him it matters, I think. I think once you're at the top of the pyramid where mm-hmm. Kanye and Kendrick are, I think it it the conversation changes. It's not just about yeah. I mean it is about the quality of the music, but yeah. when you talk about Drake and Kanye, those are two guys that mm-hmm. they want that top spot. And in order yep. to get that top spot, the quality is not the only thing that's going to get you there. It's it's the who who has their hand on the culture. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that that's what Kendrick, Kanye, Cole, that's what that's what they all want. They want yeah. that. And yeah, think, it's a high, I think, for some people. Like, and Kendrick mm-hmm. has been at that top. Like, he's just like, he don't want to come down from it. 
it's like a high he don't want to come down from ever. Like he just he always wants to be number one. Like every time, if it's clothes, if it's music, if it's fashion, if it's uh, a film, Kanye wants to be number one every time, whatever it is. And I and I don't even think I don't necessarily think that it's 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 a high. I think it's more so. In order for you to be considered the greatest of all time, there, there, it's like we talk about checking boxes. There's these things that you yeah, have to you have check in order boxes. to be considered the greatest of all time. Just being being a lyrical miracle guy is not going to make you the greatest of all time. And okay. Drake knows that, Kanye knows that, Kendrick knows that. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think the numbers conversation, um, you know, I, I don't really care to have it. But when we're talking about guys like them, as much as we don't think it's important, it is important. It is important because yeah, it, it, it kind of it kind of lets you know where you are within the culture, what brackets yeah. you're in, where you're at, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I think I think that Kanye, he's always been that guy, like you said, like he he wants to be he wants to be Jordan. He wants well, to be, number he wants one to be, spot in everything. He, he wants, wants to number be one spot Jordan. And and Drake Drake is that guy right now. And I think everybody, I, I don't necessarily say that, that people are tired of Drake being number one. I think people are just like, I want to be number one. Like Kendrick wants to be number one. <laughs> Kendrick wants to be number yep. one and he will be number one. Yep. So uh, this is going to be, this is going to be the next, the next few weeks is going to be interesting to see. Cause I think we're going to get Drake mm-hmm. on the third. And then I think Kendrick is going to come shortly after that. I think Kendrick is coming right after that. Bruh. And we're going to see who, who the real, who the real king of this shit is. In the next couple of weeks, so I feel like it. I I, I feel like it might be Kendrick. We gonna see. I, I, yeah, man, this is all oh, this. This next few weeks about to be crazy. Yeah, it's about to be crazy. This is beautiful. That's all I can say. I love hip-hop it. I love right this. Now, I love this. Hip hop is hip hop is snapping. Yeah, man, no it's alive and well. I'm loving it, bro. I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm loving it, but um, what y'all what y'all been on? What y'all been listening to? Like, I just got off that Belly album. That was pretty. I like that. I, I I never actually listened to Belly except for that one song he dropped with the weekend a long ass time ago. Mm-hmm. And then I see Timothy. He shared it. I said, "Damn, I forgot Belly dropped the album this week." Mm-hmm. I went ahead and listened to it. You know, it was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, Belly. Mm, that, that's about really weird other than that yeah as far as um, the rap goes I, I don't know if y'all saw the the uh i read something i think it was yesterday um Nas was saying uh uh hit boy is almost like his quincy jones like what quincy jones was to uh michael jackson, michael jackson. and i think they're gonna try to do a king disease three i was just like oh he's he's they they gonna probably keep this going uh, with these albums, I'm I hope they do Hit Boy's it. Energy right now, like I'm really loving Hit Boy's energy. Like his work, oh yeah, it's speaking for itself. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I wanted to talk about the Belly album. Uh, Belly, Belly is dope. Uh, he's what I like about him is he's like real. He's real slick with his bars and he's and he's witty. Um, I mm-hmm. think he he's one of those guys that's like you listen to his music and you don't think that he's like a lyricist, but he actually is a lyricist. Like he he can rap. Yeah, he can really rap, and uh, he's very very uh, diverse. He can give you a record with Nas, and he can turn around and give you a record with The Weeknd. With The Weeknd, yeah. With The Weeknd, he can turn around and give you a record with one of these one of these younger rappers. I think he's dope. 
I, th- I think it's really dope. I, I need I to finish. I need to finish listening to the new album that came out. I ran through it like one time, but you know, I, I need to listen to albums more than once for me to, you know, be able to yeah. judge it. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give that some more listens. That's one of the albums that uh, came out uh, that I've been listening to. Um, and I do agree with Justin. Uh, Hit Boy is really on a run right now. He's on, he's on a run. Yep. Uh, Nas, Big Sean, uh, mm-hmm. Deep, Re- Deep Reverence is, is one of my favorite records that's, that's, been re- just in general, not even just from Big Sean, but it's one of my favorite records that's been released in the past couple of years uh, for, uh-huh. for many artists. Um, so salute to Hit Boy. But while I say that, The Alchemist is out here. Oh yeah, The Alchemist is great. Okay, that the, the Hit Boy right there. Hit Boy is on the run, right but The Alchemist is out here fucking body and shit. Okay, because he is man. He Alfredo, really is, he had. Salute to Nas because uh, Kings Disease won won the Grammy, but Alchemist mm-hmm. Alchemist had he had two albums that were up for Grammys last year because remember he produced on Jay Electronica's uh, Written Testimony. He yep. produced on that album. Yep. That's a great album. I like and that album. Freddie Gibbs mm-hmm. Alfredo was not. Yeah, Alfredo is one of the best albums I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alchemist yeah. Alchemist Alchemist is yeah. also on a run because last year uh, Price of Tea in China came out. Boldy James. That album was fucking mm-hmm. phenomenal. Uh, Conway the Machine, uh, Lulu. That album came out last mm-hmm. year too. Uh, this year, Bo Jackson, uh, Boldy James released another. Yo, album. I just I just thought about something. You said Lulu. Do you know where? Do you know where that came from? Hmm. Lulu. <laughs> do you remember? Uh, I, I, it just hit me right now. Do you remember in? Um, uh, paid in full when when um uh what was his name uh ace ace was getting like the 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 he was getting the drugs from the dude like he went into he went in his house and then like the one time he get it he went in his house like dude was dead because he was like he's pretty much selling the bricks for him right that dude's right. name was lulu like it literally just hit me. Wow, I didn't even think of that. I was like, yo, that just hit me that I was like, Lulu. I was like, oh snap, paid in full. That's uh, crazy. Ace selling the bricks. And like when he came back, Lulu was dead. And then he met the dude in the little uh, I guess the restaurant. He was like, uh, he's like, I used to work with Lulu. He's like, I found him dead, blah, 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 blah. And like, I was like, oh snap, that really just hit me just now. That Lulu yeah. was the dude that. Ace was getting the bricks from the the what was he from? Like somewhere overseas, either Colombia or whatever, but he was pretty much his plug to sell the drugs or whatever. That literally just hit me now, like, oh Lulu, like that's crazy. He got a little skin on this thing you're talking about. I think that's pretty much a Coke like drug type reference type, like Lulu. Mm. Like I was like, oh, that's crazy. That's crazy how they be putting that together. Griselda, they some. Them niggas is, them niggas is, oh man, that's crazy. Look, I I agree. I think Westside Gun is definitely up there with those uh, people who we consider as like just great, not artists, but also like executives. They're great at putting things together. He's great at album rollouts. He's great at selling the merch. He's great at doing all that. And I definitely think that Westside Gun could definitely have his own like label slash business oh, yeah. like later on down the line, which I mean he kind of already has it now 
but I can definitely see it becoming like an empire, like him having like oh yeah, a they some bro, artists and they they are the smartest like street rappers. Like they like they they their minds is bigger than even just street stuff. They smart dudes, like really smart. Yeah, I agree. But I yeah, agree. that that Lulu thing is like, but yeah, if y'all go back and watch Paid in uh Paid in Full, go back and watch it and catch like. You, you'll you'll see when they say Lulu or when he says Lulu, people are like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah, I didn't even catch that. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so Alchemist did that album. Uh, he did Haram this year with uh, Armin Hammer. Uh, like I said, Bo Jackson, uh, Bodie James just dropped his album with again with Alchemist. Um, and I feel like I'm forgetting something, but Alchemist has his has been has been on a run too. Been spazzing, bro. Salute, salute to him because he's out here doing a lot of shit, um, and he's he's been a mastermind since. Yeah, know, since he's been working with Eminem, and he's been doing shady stuff. He's been a mastermind ever since then. So, uh, salute to salute. the legendary alchemist. Um, yes, man, salute. But what other what other albums have been? Uh, let's see what what other projects. I think I got some on my phone. Uh, the plugs I met too. That was great. That came out this year. Um. What else dropped? Uh, you know, the off season cold that dropped. Uh, you know that that Sky Zoo still in rotation. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else? Um, at Lloyd Banks, that's another album that's you know came out this year that's still in rotation. Uh, the Tyler the Creator album we was talking about. That's uh that's in rotation still. Um. Uh, how how are y'all feeling about the 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 house is burning by Isaiah Rashad? Um, I, I like it. Uh, it's not his, it's not his best lyrically, but it's it's still good to me. Like, how, how did y'all feel about? Uh, I'm gonna need um, I'm gonna need to get another rundown through it because I listened to it at work at first time, but I, I need to like I just want to sit down and just listen to it because like I said I can't give you too much on it right now. But once that second listen through playthrough goes, mm-hmm. then like I said, I can probably give you my intake on it. Like I said, he was lyrically, he was he was down there doing his lyrical shit. Like I, I was liking that. Like I feel like to me, the fun the fun I feel funny about it because I feel like if you get if you're real high, like you get real fucking high and listen to it, uh-huh. you would be you'd be chill as fuck. Like that yeah. album seems real cool to get high to, bro. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a mood. Like. It's a mood album, I would probably say. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I enjoy. I, I enjoy albums like that where it's like a mood where like it just puts you in a mood, like, man, you know. A calm ass move, the music good. Man, we it's definitely a vibe now. type album. Like you just play yeah. the whole album and just kind of vibe. Uh, but not to like tell what you think. Did you think it was like? Do you think it was like? Uh, like how do you feel about the House Is Burning album? Uh, the more and more I listen to it, the more I like it. Um, it is it is an album that you can just cut on and vibe to. Um, I listen to it. I've listened to it quite a few times now and it grows on me. It grows on me more and more every time I listen to it. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a bigger fan of Sylvia demo and, um, that's his best project to me. Uh, the sun's, the sun's tirade, tirade is hard. Yeah. That's that album is hard too. The sun's tirade. Yeah. The sun's tirade. I think what's interesting about the house is burning though, is you really have to kind of get into the backstory of, Mm-hmm. what all went into him making this album you know he went through depression and all that type of stuff 
Um, he was at he was at a low point. Um, and I think once you once you kind of understand where he was coming from whenever he made this album, I think it just makes it that much better. Uh-huh. Uh, but that uh, I think I think headshots the headshots for the locals. Uh-huh. That's that's one of Isaiah Rashad's best records. That's one yeah. of the best records that he's ever recorded in his entire career. Yeah. Um, him, him, and uh, SZA, they always make gold together. Every, they, need to, they need to drop an album. Yes, yes. I was just about to say that they need to drop a whole project together because anytime every song that Isaiah Rashad and SZA have together is gold. It's all, it's all of them. Magic, uh, bro. West Savannah, um, stuck in the yep. mud, stuck. Dark, yep. They're all golden. Um, what else? Uh, the record with Lil Uzi. I was kind of. Eh, eh. It was all right. I watched. I watched the uh, the Breakfast Club interview that he did, where he kind of explained how that song came together, and Mm -hmm. he literally was just like, "I kind of freestyled the the part where he's like uh, the 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 first part when when the song comes on," Mm -hmm. and um, he was just kind of like, his mom was helping him kind of put that song together, and his mom Mm -hmm. liked it the way that it was. And he said that he didn't really like it, but he just kept it because his mom liked it. He was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to just keep it the way it is. Uh, oh. So I, I, I thought that was interesting. Uh, Rest in Peace Young. I had to listen to that song because when the album first came out, that song was trending everywhere. And I was uh-huh. like, I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to need, I'm gonna need to listen to this song because I need to know like what the fuck people are talking yeah. about. Um, but yeah, um, it's, 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 a dope, it's a dope album. Uh, it's going to grow on me the more and more I listen to it. It's going to grow on me. Yeah, um, I like it. I, I I like it. It does definitely. It's definitely growing on me for sure. Um, it's just some man. So much music, man. Like, yeah, it's like I'm still catching up. I'm still catching up. Like, like when I be talking to y'all, y'all be talking about like older generation rappers. I, I've been going back listening to like the older, like the older people. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, when we had that conversation about Black Thought, I and mean, Timothy was talking about you no know, Pharaoh Mont. Oh, yeah, um, let's talk about that. Let's talk oh, about I was that. like, you know what? I need to go do my homework some more because, like I said, there's a Timothy has an ear that I'm not listening to, and I'm just I need to go see what what's on what's on what's on his wavelength. So about. wait, because Tim said, "What were we talking about?" Oh, we was talking about uh, we was talking about Black Thought, Pharaoh. We was talking about Ghostface, and I, the conversation uh, was. Uh, Justin, he asked me who was like the better. Oh, I think you were saying who was a better storyteller. Well, no, Justin. Uh, so Justin asked no, me I, the question. Uh, he said, "Who could go bar for bar with Black Thought?" That was the first question. With Black Thought. Like, if y'all, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Who y'all could y'all go could, bar for bar with him? Yeah, yeah. If y'all yeah, could yeah. choose, if y'all could choose any rapper, who would y'all put up? It probably Black would Black be Pharaoh. It probably would be Pharaoh or. Hmm. Then Ghostface. Ghostface probably could too. I don't even lie. Ghostface is nice, bro. And I think Tim might be right on the storytelling part because I was like, I was like, I'm not saying Black Thought is, isn't a great storyteller because he can tell stories. It's just he hasn't displayed it as much as Ghostface. But Ghostface is the king of this storytelling, like rap. Like he is, Ghostface is literally a goat. He's, he's a goat. There's a lot of great storytellers in hip hop, but the only other person that I think can kind of tell stories like Ghostface is Scarface. And that's why I have Scarface on every single one of my lists because Scarface is one of the greatest storytellers. Scarface also. is great. I'm putting him right after right after Ghostface. But uh no to basically well, answer, what, what would you put what would you put Biggie? As far as storytelling? 
Yeah. Let's see. I'm, I would I'm say he's at least in the top 10. Top oh, five, yeah, top yeah. yeah, he's definitely a top 10 storyteller, but I don't think I'm putting Biggie over Nas. I don't think I'm going to put Biggie over Nas. Oh, no, 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 no. Not no, over no. Nas as a storyteller. No, um, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting Biggie over Nas. I'm not putting him over or or Ghostface. or go or Ghostface. I'm not putting him over Ghostface. No. And I I don't even know if I want to put Biggie over Scarface. To be honest, I love Biggie. I love Biggie, but no, I think you might be right. I think Scar- you might be right. The, the, the thing about Scarface, because remember when me and you and Shaq were talking about that record, uh, I never seen a man cry. Man, Scarface is the only person that you can listen to a record by him and him telling stories, and he'll you will make you cry. Like Scarface yeah. will literally make you cry because you you will yeah. you can feel what it is that he's talking about. Even even if you've never been through it, you could you could feel it. Yep, you know you what I'm like saying. You're walking with him. Yeah, exactly. And and I think I had posted one time on my Facebook like Scarface just has that voice. Like I feel like God is talking to him listening to Scarface. His voice is amazing, bro. <laughs> Yes, bro. Like he he has he's one of those rappers that has one of the perfect like rap voices. Like he he mm-hmm. he sounds like he's preaching. That's another thing in hip hop we don't talk about enough either. The voice, like the actual voice of the person, bro. Like yeah, that it's something about that. it's something about the voice. Like when you can like when your voice says something on a record and it just you're like, yeah, I can feel this even more just off your voice. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but as far as like black thought goes, what I was basically trying to say, Justin, is is like with me, I love listening to rappers who spit bars. You know what I'm saying? I love mm-hmm. I love bars. I love like the rapidy rap shit. But whenever I listen to rap, I'm really listening for for concepts. I'm I'm listening to mm-hmm. how you how you put your bars together. I'm listening to yep. technicality. I'm listening to different flows. There's plenty of rappers that that just rapidly rap, rapidly rap, but their albums are trash. There's, yep. there's, there's plenty of rappers that are like that. And I'm not saying that about Black Thought, but for me, when I listen to Black Thought, I'm more so talking about like his solo projects because again, like with Black Thought, you have Black Thought and then you have The Roots. And The Roots, yep. they, they've been around since like 92. Yep. So yep. if you go if you go listen to The Roots albums, that's more so Black Thought doing the storytelling thing. If you listen it's, to That's his more con- conceptual albums. Yeah, that's his more that's his more conceptual albums. But when you listen to his solo albums, and again, this is no offense to Black Thought. Black Thought is a great one of the greatest lyricists, one of the greatest rappers of all time. I'm not going to argue if somebody says he is the greatest rapper. But the problem with me is, is that his solo albums, they didn't really have high replay value for me. Like the album that came out last yeah. year, I didn't have it on my top 10. I didn't have it on my top 10 mm-hmm. albums. And if you look at all the albums that I had on my top 10 last year, it was all conceptual shit. It was Sky Zoo releasing an album about Black Fathers. It was uh, Blue and Exile. I don't know if y'all ever listened mm-hmm. to Blue, but uh, Blue and Exile released an album called Miles, where they were doing a playoff of um, uh, Miles Davis. Miles Davis. Miles da- oh, Miles Davis. Uh, uh, the, 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 the jazz uh, trumpet musician. Yes, yes. So he he made okay. so the the album is called Miles and basically he's mm-hmm. rapping Miles over a, over a lot of like jazz uh like a lot of soulful stuff and then Miles Miles Davis is a goat like man yeah yes. yeah so yes. like I'm just, I gotta watch documentaries on that guy it was man that guy was yeah one hundred percent one hundred percent so for me my ear when i'm listening to rap it's a little bit different i'm listening to like references and and just mm-hmm. a, a, bu- a bunch of different shit like for example ransom last year had a record and he 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 made my top 10 list last year actually he made my top five 
Uh, but he has a song called I Am Legend. And basically in the song, he's talking about like, you know, what if this never happened? What if, what if uh, Will Smith never did this and became a legend? What if, you know, so-and-so like, what if, what if, what if? And he had Taking something there. away by, by still saying that they would still, or would they be a legend if this was taken away? Like, right. if this wasn't there? Right. Okay, yeah. that's pretty, that's pretty deep. Right. And in the song, he has a line where he said, what if that skinny nigga from Marcy never made it? Skinny nigga from wow. Marcy. Jay-Z, Marcy, Jay-Z. Brooklyn, Jay-Z, yeah. what if that skinny nigga from Marcy never made it? So that that's the type of shit that I'm listening to. The type of shit that yeah. the regular rap fan won't pick up on. That's the type a of concept. Shit. Literally like a, like a, not bars, but just, not complete, just bars. Like Content. Just a, a whole, content. a whole thought process behind like, yeah, like you just said, like content. I'm, I'm, content, I'm, content, concepts, like a whole like movie. In a sense, like right, you know, and and story. so that's that's why I'm saying, like, when I think of when I think of Black Thought, like, yes, he's a great fucking amazing lyricist. Like the the shit that he be saying is shit that a lot of people can't say. But when I say that Ghostface can can rap with him, Ghostface can just can. like that, and he could tell stories. Yep. If I'm when I'm saying Elzai can do that, Elzai, like, I don't know if you've ever uh, deep dive into Elzai's uh, catalog, Justin. But almost on every single Elzai album, he has a song where he he does like an acronym. He's breaking down the acronym. Like on the preface album, he has a song called Demons. And he's breaking down like D is for whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's breaking mm-hmm. down the word. And on the last album that he came out last year, he had the, the acronym G-O-D, where he's breaking down the word mm-hmm. G-O-D. Like what, like what do you worship? Do you worship uh, gold, oil, and diamonds? G-O-D. That's, mm. going, that, that's going against God. So like rappers that do shit. Exactly. That's a bar. That's exactly. A bar. Exactly. 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 Oh, that's a, that's a bar. And he and he does that. He has a song like that on pretty much every album. Like he did one for Demons. He did one for God. Uh, he did one for Friends. Uh, friends on the on the Jericho Jackson project where he said um, he said a friend is a, a fake rival. Something. Something. It was something crazy. He broke it down. It was something fucking crazy. But MCs Ooh. who do stuff like that. Or when Nas made Rewind or I Gave You Power, shit like that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like that, that's what I'm listening to. That's that's why I'm saying, like, not saying that Black Thought can't do any of that. I'm just saying that I don't know, man. He like those Yeah, he, he he's, gonna, more proof. he's gonna have he's gonna have to he's got to prove it. Cause like from what I've seen from him, like his his the Roots albums are dope. Like the Undone album is one of the greatest albums I've ever heard. Like that, the way he told yeah. that story backwards, that album is a classic. Mm-hmm. I don't oh give, man, I don't give a fuck what nobody says. That album is a classic. But Ghostface has ten plus albums of top notch storytelling that he's done every which way possible. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're gonna have you're gonna have to step it up if you want if you want to tell stories like Ghostface. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, that's facts. So that's and even facts. even like even Elzai with the acronyms. Like rappers don't really do the acronym thing. I don't. I don't know if any rapper has been able to do an acronym song like. How I think that's that. his thing. I think that's his thing. Like the, I think he owns that lane of rap, like breaking down acronyms like that. Because I don't think that many rappers break down acronyms like that. Exactly. Like there, there's like there's Cream by like Wu Tang, but that's one acronym. And then you know there's Snitch by Pusha T. But I I noticed Elzai does do that more like as his thing. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and even even with Feral Mox, like just another goat. Another goat. 
Yeah, man. Like, and, and the thing about Feral Mons, too, is like when you really get into his catalog, he's one of those guys that's just like Scarface and Ghostface where they don't have any bad albums. Like, Feral Mons has no bad albums. Oh, yeah, no. He doesn't. <clears throat> he doesn't. But I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at anybody who says Black Thoughts to go. I'm not mad at anybody who says that's a goat to me. Go. It's uh, uh, like, like I said, I wouldn't argue somebody said Ghostface was the goat, Nas is the goat, Andre 3000 is the goat. Like, if they, if they, or if they said Lupe was the goat, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn that down. I wouldn't deny it because Lupe got great storytelling. He can rap, he, he can do mural stuff, and then he can do a whole story. Like, yeah, because mural is just him rapping, snapping, like, on some black thought type stuff, and then you know he got millions of storytelling songs. I think I think it all just the beautiful thing about music is, like we said, it's subjective. It's subjective, yeah. Subjective. Whatever you want to hear, if you want to just hear rapidly rap, nigga spitting bars, and then or if you want to just hear stories, like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lane, like we said, there's subgenres of hip hop, and there's just it's hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It's just a bunch of it's a bunch of genres. That's what, that's what I like about rap because rap is like you making your own book, like your own vocal book, and then yeah, you're letting somebody else read it through yeah. your words, through your soul. Gotta let yeah, them. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Or you, or you could be on some just some five percent knowledge, like on some J Electronica, Wu Tang, or just you just want to spit knowledge all day. Like, and I like that. I, that's like some of my favorite type of hip hop. That like knowledge five percent talk, mm-hmm. I like that. Like I, I love that. That that's that speaks to me. Like the knowledge talk. Peace, God. Yeah, I, I love like when Jay Electronica is rapping. I'll be like, this is what hip hop is. Knowledge, yes. knowledge. When I hear that, knowledge, that, that you, it's like when you when you listen to Jay Jay Electronica. It's like you kind of listen to a a, a Bible. Like, he's, he's, he's in a spiritual realm. That, that, like, he's giving out a story like in some, like, some rappers. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's in a spiritual realm that some rap because you'll hear some Bible references and there's some Quran references, and you'll be like, oh, he's and then he'll throw in some stuff about the pyramids and the gods. I'll be like, like, like black people built the pyramid. Like he'll just throw in some like just black, black talk, black knowledge, five percent. Just and I love hearing that too. That sounds so dope to me. Just when rappers just be spitting knowledge on some J Electronica stuff. We're like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's that's why J Electronica. Got everything. That's everything. They said that he uh, he's one of the last few rappers that's doing that golden age rapper mm-hmm. shit that he does, and that's yeah, why that's facts. Uh, he's a uh, that's why he's a big fan of Wu Tang because that five percent talk comes from them but yeah it all it all just it just depends on what you know what you want to hear um if you're somebody that likes conscious rap uh you know listen to that if you, if you just want to hear rappers just spitting bars and bars and bars and bars that's fine or if you want conceptual shit you know that's that's for you well, coke rap you know i like i like coke rap like trap rap type stuff but not trapping not trapping in as far as cadence i'm talking about trapping as far as content like you know benny the butcher and all of them they they trap. Their their That's music cool. is trap, but it ain't it ain't the other type of trap. Cause um, they, they think because some people they hear trap music and they think of like the cadence of like like future and like but like the lyrical content in in like Pusha T and 
Beanie the Butcher and all of them, that category of rap is so dope to me too. I, I categorize I mean, that as a uh, street music, like Jada Kids. Street, yeah, like street hip hop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, early Jada Kids. Early yeah. Nas, Mob Deep, Cool G Rap. Yeah. That's, that's that's the music that I like. I like that type of music. I love, I've loved that too. I like that hip hop and I like that like knowledge, 5%, like, you know, like uh, Wu Tang, like that type of hip hop is probably like in my favorite. I think like, that's that's why I like Wu Tang a lot because they're they're a mixture of the knowledge plus the they 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 mingle them together that that street hip hop with that's that and that's why Wu Tang is so like how y'all mix both of those worlds together that's insane the knowledge in the street talk supreme clientele was that was that like you know what I'm saying like only do that's crazy only do it for oh yeah oh my god and then that album. How y'all talk about drugs and then at the same time the the, the knowledge like that's that's insane. Listen, to have both of those worlds and intermingle them like and, and and put them together like only Raekwon can have a song called Glaciers of Ice. He's not talking about ice. He's talking bro. about he's talking about cocaine, yeah. mountains of yeah. cocaine, bro. How you have a song called Glaciers of Ice? The fuck. That's the, and that's a dope play on words. That's insane. Wordplay out the ass right there, boy. Yeah, man. And like you, you over here. Look, you probably you first. I'm pretty sure when that album first came out, you first saw glacial. Glacial. I don't want to talk about no iceberg, nigga. <laughs> you listen to it, boy. You hear number coke. Ah, oh, this nigga spitting. He's yeah. talking about that cocaine, baby. Like yeah. I, said, I know I can relate to him. I was like, oh man. <laughs> but that that's what I like. Like I said, it's like a you. You're not gonna know what you're getting until you listen to it. Mm-hmm. And then you might you might sit there and think twice. Like, yeah, it's. It's not something I don't think I'm getting through until you listen to it. I always tell people, you can't say a rapper is bad if you ain't gave him a chance or you actually heard that music. Like a lot of people, we talk about radio music. Like you listen to the wrong stuff. That's probably some throwaways. They just getting their music out there. Go listen to their album. Go see what they really be talking about. That's mm-hmm. I, I like. That's what I. You gotta give them. A chance. I give and I give people a chance, bro. Like if I if I don't like something, I really I. It's because I actually listen to. I didn't listen to one song. I don't go off mm-hmm. of one song by not liking somebody. I'd just be like, hey, this, that music is not for me. But um, yeah, you can't I at least try to give people like, a whole project to listen. At, at yeah. least. And if I'm not feeling it, I'm just not feeling it. Like, like my homeboy, he he did not listen to Kendrick Lamar. And I told him, I said, bro, I said, go to Good Kid, Mad City. And change, you'll probably change your mind. Don't listen to that uh, swimming pool. Don't listen to, uh, what, what's that song y'all know already? Uh, don't kill my vibe. Don't listen to Yeah, that. like the, the mainstream joints. Listen to the stuff yeah. that's outside of what the radio. He, he came he came back to me next week and he said, bro, you put me on some shit. I said, yeah. yeah. I said, Ken, I said, Kendrick don't bullshit, bro. That shit he dropped on the radio is just for the radio. That shit he got on his album is, is content. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like um and I feel like radio pushes like certain songs and it makes it where it makes the person tired or not want to listen to a person because they play a certain song so much. So they kind of want to like throw that person to the side and be like, uh, they playing this song a lot. So I'm not really into this person. I mean, but you don't even, you, you got to listen to the album and then see how the album sounds. But uh, I think the radio is to blame for a little bit of that, just in the sense of like, they know how to overplay a person's song. So it gets them kind of almost not in the mood to listen to that person's album. So, but but that's why I don't even play the radio. So exactly. I just I just play whatever I like. So 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I think their radio definitely does have an agenda. And I think yeah. that uh, the streaming culture has also played a part in that. People don't listen to full albums anymore, so people don't even know what, it, what an artist is actually capable of. Because this is why I say all the time here on the podcast, I listen to full albums because I want to hear the B-sides. The B-sides, that, that's, that's where all the greatness is, is the B-sides. You're not yep. going to hear it. You're not going to hear it in the singles, the songs that are being put and curated on playlists. You're not going to you're not going to get the, the best of somebody from that. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it's a different time now. You know, people don't people don't listen to albums anymore. It's sad. But yeah, because you, all you're getting is like the hit and like the 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 songs that sound like hits. If you just doing nothing but playlists, but the B side is where it's really at. That's where you actually getting the real stories, the real concepts, the real, I don't know, you're getting the, the they paint the picture. Like, mm-hmm. You're getting everything. But you're just going off of what the radio gives you. Like, you just like, you don't have just a, a, a playlist full of just hit songs. Like, just because it just sounds, it just sounds good because it just, it got a dope beat or whatever, but you don't even really know the artistry. You're just going off the hit. Yeah, man, but, that's what kills it, man. Yeah, no, go, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. My bad. No, you good. I was saying that's what kills it for a lot of people because, like, I, I get, I don't know why, but I get sometimes I get judged by who I listen to. I be like, do you want? I said, do you even know to understand the simple fact that why I listen to them? And then they were like, no. I was like, how many songs you heard from? And he'd be like, two or three. And I said, I bet you them. That's not songs enough songs. I bet you them songs are probably on the radio. And when he started yeah. naming, I said, yeah, radio, radio, radio. I said. Go to his album, then you see what I'm talking about, bro. You know, they listening at a surface level. That's why. Yeah, like you, you got to be open, open eared to albums or their music, other than the radios, bro. I mean, yeah. it, it's crazy, man. I have debates about almost every day about music, and I'm like, yeah, y'all, y'all not gonna understand where it's coming from. Yeah, like a lot. Like I said, I can see why. I used to get looked at when I say I listen to comedy. It's like, why you listen to comedy? I said, I said you gonna have to listen to them to understand. Comedy is great. I can't explain them to you, but you gonna have to you gonna have to listen to them to understand why I listen to them because that's the kind of rap I like. I don't yeah. like when you want to talk about guns, how whose bitch you stole, whose car you done rented. I don't give a fuck about that. Well, talk about that. Talk about that shit you do. Talk about the, the streets or what's going on in Chicago and all that stuff, like. Man. Give the good and the bad side of Give the good and the bad side, just like you said. But yeah. So would y'all say that y'all are more so fans of conscious rap? Like is that where y'all are where y'all are at? I, I put I put the I put the I put the knowledge like like the five percent. I feel like that's really conscious rap, honestly. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the, like the I would say that that's probably my favorite type of rap because I think that's why I like Andre 3000 so much. And I like uh like most deaf a lot and Nas in common. I think that's why I like Black Thought a lot too because Black Thought, to me, Black Thought checks all of, like most. I would say all of the boxes. Maybe he doesn't check a box more so in one category than another rapper does. Like he doesn't check probably the storytelling like box as big as like a Ghostface, but but. Black Thought can freestyle. He has double entendres, triple entendres, quotables, uh, vocabulary, voice. Um, like he had, he fits like all the boxes as like like a complete MC. I would say, 
So, but I, I would say he's still in the like I would still say he's in the conscious like side, and I think that's why I like Lupe too because Lupe was like that one conscious rapper kind of I feel like when nobody was kind of doing it, well people were still doing it, but it was like mainstream and kind of underground. He was like on both sides in a sense, but I would probably say yeah, conscious rap is probably my favorite. Conscious rap in like uh like street rap. Like, yeah, I, I would say conscious rap and like street rap, like Benny and like you know Griselda. I put street um, rap up there with it, but like me, I love it. I love storytelling. Like, I like to feel like I'm in the story with you, and I'm kind of living it out with you. Like, hey, when it when it hits you, and you can feel that shit. You be like, yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah, this this is where it's at for me. And then like I said, street rap, conscious mm-hmm. rap, like that's that's my top part. That's what I grew up to. Mm-hmm. Like, and, then I, I, and then I like the niggas like you know like the niggas from like Slaughterhouse they just be like rabbity rap rapping like lyrical miracle like crooked eye like like you can tell he a street nigga but at the same time he on some like witty mixed with the street like I like that I like the witty street niggas like I like the niggas that's like they street but they like highly intelligent like on the other side like they like intelligent in the street life and then they intelligent, like even in the books, like even like when you hear them right, you're like, oh, these niggas like read. Like <laughs> these like street niggas that read. Like, but yeah, what would you say is y'all your category of like just top hip hop? Or do you not have a category? I'm street, I'm street music. I have street music above everything. And I think above like conscious rap, you would above, put street. Yeah, yeah, I'm putting street music really? above conscious rap because I like. I like that. I think a lot of people like to criticize and say that, you know, street rappers, rappers that talk about guns coming from the streets, being in a project, seeing people get killed and all that kind of stuff is negative. But I look at it as Jadakiss is just telling his story of what he saw whenever he was growing up. Yeah, he's, DMX, telling, the, he's telling his reality. DMX was just telling his story. Jay-Z was just telling his story. Nas was telling his story. They're just telling their story. So to me, it's the not, reality. It, yeah. it is. But in, it's a sense, in a sense, that's conscious. Yeah, because that, that's what I was it, gonna say. Like that, that's different from like uh let's uh who it, I would say to? I would say that it's conscious, but when I'm saying street rap, I like more of like gun bars. I like I like gun bars, I like yeah. I like hearing rappers talk about cocaine and I'm I'm gonna rob you. I'm gonna that's the type of shit that I like to hear. Like that's yeah. my yeah. that's my number one. Cause all to me, all of the greatest MCs, they they did that. <laughs> Jay did it, G Rap did it. Nas did it like Nas. Nas is just like Wu Tang and Wu Tang too. Like they, they, they have they intertwine the two. Like they're both street and they're both conscious. But it's more, it's more like Wu Tang is more street than they are conscious to me. Anyway, yeah, like more yeah. of their more of their content is street shit, and that's the shit that I want to hear. So to me, it's the street shit first mm-hmm. because of them telling their stories and what they saw, and then the conscious comes like right after that. And when I say conscious, I'm more so talking about like trying to be deep and trying to talk about just the world and how the world is ill yeah. and it's been affected and all that kind of, so to me, that's what I think of when I think of conscious. So I'm putting the, yeah. the, street, the street talk above it, that, but that's just me though. I'm just speaking for me. I'm doing the street stuff. I think for me, conscious. it's the conscious than the street. Like for me, I think it's the other way. I think it's like, mm-hmm. like conscious than street. Like, yeah. You know, I think it's like, like the world surrounding me. I, I want to know what I'm explaining, but just kind of like in a deeper meaning type of thing. But yeah, street is right after that. To me, those are the best two sub genres of hip hop. 
Yeah. Like to yeah. Me. yeah, like if we're if we're talking street music, I'm talking like the locks, like they are probably oh. the best hardcore group. Uh 50 Cent was was a hardcore street rapper. We're talking DMX, yep. we're talking Mob Deep. Like that's the that's, oh, yeah. that's the type of music that's in my playlist or in my like headphones every day. Like I'm listening to that music. Yeah. I'll, I'll I listen to conscious rap every day, but it's not as much as I'm listening to that shit. Like I'm listening, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm listening to Jay uh, Jay Z more than I listen to Nas. So I mean, it's just like mm-hmm. that's, just, that's that's just where it's at with me, man. I just I like hearing I like hearing people's stories from growing up in the streets. That's just what I like to hear. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like You're hearing that. Facts, facts. I'm here for it. I like it. That was my two favorite subgenres of hip hop. I would say too. Yeah, but that, and that's the crazy part. And you know what's so funny about that? I was watching an interview of Black Thought, and you know, Black Thought talk about a lot of conscious thing, but Black Thought is a street nigga. Like, like this nigga, he he don't he talk about the streets, but not a lot. But this nigga is really from the streets. This nigga's from Philly. Like, this nigga's a hardcore nigga that chooses to talk about conscious stuff. And to me, when you got a mind like that, that's a different type of nigga. That's almost a more dangerous nigga, honestly, if you think about it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, yeah. nigga, because if it's street size snap, nigga, everybody, <laughs> everybody's getting, it's going down, bro. Like, Black Thought is different. Black Thought is different. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's the term Black Thought. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just gotta you just gotta find whatever it is that you relate to, or even if you don't relate to it, I mean that's that's fine too. Because I can't necessarily say that I relate to street music because I don't I don't come from that life. But mm-hmm. that's just that's just the stories that I like to hear. Um, but going back to the content thing, I think I had mentioned uh, Pharrell Monch being the best technical rapper, and that was my problem with Eminem. Is I feel like Eminem now he's just trying to prove that he can rap, and we already know that he can rap. So that's why I had mentioned the other or the last episode when we recorded, I was saying that I want to hear his version of 444 because I, I know that he has content left in him. I already know that he can rap. He's one of the greatest MCs of all time, but it's just like, I don't just want to hear you, you know, switch your flow and rap with double entendres and bars, like talk about something, say something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I already yeah. know. I say already something know with that, a meaning. Yeah, a meaning. I already, I already know that you can do that. I already know that you can do that. So for me, that's why like I'm just kind of I'm kind of tired of Eminem, like right now, to be honest. I think he should just. There's no concept. It's just rapping. Yeah. There's a, yeah. It's it's no concept about what he's rapping about. What uh, what what made like what? How do y'all feel that made him turn that way? Like what he's doing now? Like from I mean, his, he's, he's always been technical. He I mean, stopped doing. He, he stopped doing drugs. And that, <laughs> no, I'm saying everybody really does like the drug Eminem better really because drug Eminem was really actually still telling stories. Like, yeah, I'm, 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 I know y'all are laughing, but I'm being serious. He stopped doing drugs. Oh, that's for real. That's Even Marshall Mathers LP, like he was telling stories. Like Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP, like he was telling. It was storytelling. He'll have those songs here and there every so often when he just was rapping, but. And then it's like later into his career, he just started rapping. Like just, I can yeah, see man. why people are getting tired of Eminem though. Like, I, and Eminem is one of the greatest. But yeah, he he got a he got to drop an album, concept a concept album. I feel like he got it. Like you said, I feel like he got it in him. He just 
at this point, I just feel like he's just trying to prove that he can rap because I feel like once you start getting that, like, part into your career where you just, I don't know, I feel like you can have a decline in your career or you can start, like, you know, tampering with your legacy in a sense. If you give him too many albums that's just like, all right, you just really just rapping, just rhyming, just rhyming, honestly. But there's like no meaning behind the rhyming. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, what else? What other albums are in y'all's playlist? Because I, I got a bunch. I got I got Dude, just just name off albums. I it's probably albums that you listen to that I still haven't listened to yet. I just say just name off albums. Uh, yeah. I know I know Justin, I know you had mentioned uh Flea Lord to me one time. So yeah, uh I'll listen to that Conway. Flea Lord and uh, Lloyd Banks song, and then Flea Lord just went in. I said, you know what? Um, let me go check this man out. I, I forgot what album it was, and I, I I can't remember what it was, but I looked, I listened to it. I'm like, yeah, I can, I can get in the Flea Lord. Is he part of Griselda or any of them people? Because or is he just like affiliate, like this affiliation world? So yeah, he. I would say he's more like an affiliate. Uh, he does he does a lot of music with them, but there's a few of them guys that uh, are like kind of affiliated with Griselda, like uh, El Camino, uh, mm-hmm. Shay Shay Nor, uh, Flea Lord, um, Ito. Like they they all do a lot of music with Griselda, and I think that that's why I'm telling y'all like street music is my shit because that's that's what I that's what I'm really into. Uh, and yeah. Flea Lord Flea Lord is that. Uh, but the reason why I brought him up is because he dropped the album this year with uh, DJ Muggs, uh, and it's called. I, I'm gonna try to pronounce this. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've been listening to it, but I don't know how to pronounce the name. It's Ramosy, uh, Ramosy. I don't know what that means. But uh, that shit, I've been I, that shit's been on heavy replay, and he just recently dropped the album, and I already bought it. Uh, he just recently dropped the album with uh, Rock Marciano, where Rock Marciano produced all the songs, and he has uh, caught. Conway is on there. I think Benny has a feature on there. So I'm about to, that's going to be the next album that I listen to. Um, West Side Gun just dropped uh, Hitler Wears Hermes 8. I need, to dro- I, need to, I need to listen to that. I need to listen yeah. to that. I think that's, I think that's the last one that he, that he's doing the, the Hitler Wears Hermes series. I think that's going to be the last one. Uh, mm-hmm. He has a, he has a Wayne feature on there. He has Stove God Cooks on like five songs. Uh, Boldy James, Rome Streets, Conway, Mac, Mac Homme. So I, I definitely need to check that out. Uh, speaking of Mac Homme, uh his album, Pray for Haiti, one of the best albums of the year. Uh, I need to put that in my list. Easily one of the best mm-hmm. albums of the year. Uh, Mac Homme, Pray for Haiti. Uh, he's also uh, a Wu-Tang, not Wu-Tang, uh, Griselda affiliate. Uh, he's done a lot of stuff with Griselda. Mm-hmm. Um, so y'all should definitely check that out. Uh, of course, I told y'all about Grip. Grip just dropped his uh first album with Shady. I still gotta mm-hmm. listen to that. Uh so y'all gotta we gotta check that out. Uh yeah, man. Just yeah, just name off albums, bro. I don't feel like I've listened to nearly as much music as you listen listen to this year. I'm gonna try to keep up with everything. Let me get my uh let me get my iPod real quick. Hold on one second. Yeah, man. Yeah. Name off name off albums. I it's it's a lot of music, bro. Actually, I've been trying to keep up as much as I can. Like I've been looking like every, most of the time I get on Instagram. That's how I be seeing how who who drops stuff. Like uh, uh, is it was it Rick is it Rick Hyde? 
He dropped fights mm-hmm. too. And all because <clears throat> Benny was Benny was putting that sucker all over Instagram. I was like, you check this out. You know, Ben, you know, Benny, Benny got a good ear for music. And mm-hmm. he was telling me he was part of the BSF. He's part of BSF. And I was like, okay, you know what? I gave it a listen to him. And I was like, you know, I was liking it. Like they got good content on their on their you know, quality and content on their stuff when it comes to, you know, BSF, Griselda, Griselda affiliates. And it may not seem like something people listen to, but I, I I would say people should listen to them. If it's not your cup of tea, nah, you just scoot it, it to the left. But man, I, I'm I I've been satisfied with music, mm-hmm. especially with their music. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm listening to all of the all the people that have been on uh, Griselda albums. Like I I had found out about R.J. Payne from the plugs I met, the first plugs I met uh, from Benny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went and I checked out his shit. And yeah, every everybody that, that does stuff with Griselda, they, they're all they're all dope. All of them. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, so I'll just, I'm going to just start listing off albums. Uh, I already mentioned Boldy James, uh, Bo Jackson mm-hmm. uh, with The Alchemist. Um, Rome Streets, who you all should check out. He did a, a project with DJ Muggs that came out in the beginning of the year. Um, I'm trying to find. Uh, it's called Death and the Magician. Uh, y'all should. Oh, I think I saw that. I need to listen to that project. That was the one that uh, Fidel had told us to listen to. He told us to check that one out. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, so that that's a dope album. Uh, we got, of course, Jim Jones with the Fraud Department. That's still on repeat. Uh, you know who snuck an album in? Uh, Talib Kweli. Uh, he dropped a project called Gotham. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't ever listen to his project. I need to listen. It's dope. It's dope. Uh, Sky Zoo's on it. Buster Rhymes is on it. Uh, it's, a, it's a dope. Oh, and it's, snap. And it's 10 songs. Perfect. Perfect for nice. me. Nice. So I've been, I've been listening to that. Uh, Locksmith. Uh, oh, oh Locksmith. Yeah, like, Locksmith is nice. Tim, what do you uh, think about uh, Dave East's uh, album with the Alchemist? You know, he's got I... too. I need to check that. Are you talking about the, uh, it's the one that just recently came out, right? Uh, yeah. What's the name of it? Fuck. I, I definitely, I hit play on like the first record and I was like, this shit is actually dope. I need to sit down mm-hmm. and I need to listen to the whole album. Uh, it's called Hoffa, right? You talking yeah. about Hoffa? Oh, I think I heard it. Yeah. And actually, actually, that's uh, that's Davies and Harry Fraud. Here's oh, okay. I thought it was oh. awesome. so Harry, Harry too. Yeah, Harry too. Harry Frog's out here killing shit, but yeah, that that's definitely on my list of albums that I need to check out. Um, it's the first record that I listened to sounded really, really good. Um, Benny dropped another album. Uh, well, it's like an EP. Uh, Pyrex Picasso. I still haven't been able to hit play on that yet. Mm-hmm. I still haven't checked that out yet. Uh, Styles P. Ghosting. Uh, that's a dope album. Oh, I still got to listen to that Styles P. Joint. And I'm you know, you know, Styles P. He drops albums every year. He's the, yeah. He drops albums every single year, and every single year he drops an album. It's great. Man, um, Sky Zoo. That you already know, Sky Zoo's going on my top five albums of the year. I don't even need to say that anything. album is so great. Bro. I don't even need to say nothing else about that. Sky Zoo's catalog is fucking incredible. Shout, shout out to Sky yeah. Zoo. Shout out to Sky Zoo. Um, what else? Ransom. Ransom heavy is the head. God damn. I like that. Uh, I like that last one he dropped before that one, man. With the, with the seven. Seven, seven. Yes. Seven. That shit go hard, boy. That shit went too hard. Yeah. 
Ransom, Ransom is really is really killing shit right now, man. And he said that he's just getting started. He's probably going to drop at least three or four more before the year's over with. That's insane. Um, mm-hmm. Brother Ali just dropped some shit. Oh, uh, man. The other day, and it's it's like verses that he recorded while on tour and shit, like unheard mm-hmm. verses and shit. Um, I downloaded that, so I'm going to have to check that out. Um that that one guy that I sent y'all, uh Vakil, y'all really need to check him out. Oh, okay. I'm gonna check, y'all, yeah, I y'all, really, check that out. y'all really need to listen to him because he's he's next up. And he's out of Chicago, which is crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Chicago rap for. <laughs> hey. What else? What else has dropped? Uh evidence. I don't know if y'all listen to evidence or not. Um, he's he's one of the group members from uh, Dilated Peoples. I don't know if y'all remember that group, Dilated. Oh yeah, I remember. Yep, yep, I remember that. He went solo and he's been lyrically killing shit. Uh, he dropped the album called Unlearning Volume One this year. Uh, that mm-hmm. that album, right as of right now, it's it's on my top ten right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's been on on repeat. Uh, of course, R.J. Payne. I've been listening to his ass. Um. What else? Well, that iPod, that iPod is probably full right now, boy. Yeah, <laughs> I'll use you got, man. Yeah, I need to buy a new iPod. I lost, I lost mine. Yeah, my shit. A my shit years ago. My shit's about to break, so I'm about to buy me a new one too. Um, mm-hmm. of course, Feral March, uh, Magnificent Day for an Exorcism. That's me. Oh, yeah, that album's so great. I love that album. That's the best album of the year to me so far. That's number one on my list. Uh. Mm-hmm. That's a great album. Arm and Hammer, Haram with uh, Alchemist. That's that album is right after that. Like right now, my top three albums are Phil Monch, uh, Arm and Hammer, and Skazu. Those are the top three albums of the year so far to me. Yep. Skazu, Skazu, and that and the Pharaoh Monch joint are in my top five for sure. Um, and, I, I haven't listened to Arm and Hammer. I'm listening to that joint. Oh yeah, Locksmith. So Locksmith dropped the album called The Lock Sessions Volume Two. I have it on my iPod. I just not, I have not hit play. And it's been sitting on here for about a month now. I just haven't listened to it yet. Um, so mm-hmm. I need to hit play on that. But it looked, the, the track list looks crazy. He has Exhibit, Razkaz, and Crooked Eye on one song together. Oh, uh, man. He has Atmosphere. Uh, this track list is crazy. So I'm going to have to hit play on that. Uh, and then as far as like the mainstream, uh, Lil Baby and Lil Dirt, I've been playing that shit. That album mm-hmm. is dope. Uh, Money Bag Yo. Money Bag Yo is Money Bag Yo be going off. I, I ain't going to even cap. Yeah. Money Bag Yo is actually got good music. I remember I used to I used to give people hell about Money Bag, and then I heard this, this last album. I was like, yo. I take, yeah. everything I, I take everything back that I said about this dude. <laughs> yeah, Money Bag Yo is, he got good music. Yeah, money yeah, bag, man. yo. His shit, his shit's dope. Um, uh, Tyler the Creator, like we mentioned, uh, his shit's been on repeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, R and B album, Snow Allegra. Y'all already know how I feel about Snow. Oh Allegra. yeah, I love her, man. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> I love her. Georgia Smith dropped a fire EP. Uh, Eric Bellinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a it's lot. It's a lot of music. And we ain't even done. The year ain't even over, man. We we gonna we probably gonna cause I know we probably gonna we gonna probably talk about it on another episode, like uh 
2021 albums. So far, it's still a bunch of music I got to catch up on this year. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot to catch up on. It's a lot of music. It's a lot to take in. Yeah, because you, you got to realize, you know, to Lori and me and you, we, we listen to the old school stuff and we try to keep up with the new stuff too. Yeah, so it's hard, bro. It's hard keeping up with all this new music coming out because I still got to educate myself on, on you know, I'm, I'm educating myself every day on where hip hop started from. I'm learning new artists uh-huh. and, and all that every day. So, Mm-hmm. I'm, trying, I'm trying to stay up on everything. But yeah, yeah man, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with, with this year. Uh I'm oh and uh Ka. You remember I really I, I mentioned Ka last oh, year. Oh yeah, I remember you. Yeah. Y'all listen, listen. When we talk about concepts and shit like that, when we talk about artists who who uh put out projects that, that's like concepts and shit. Mm-hmm. I recommend you guys, y'all to not not the average listener because he's not somebody that I would recommend the average hip hop listener to listen to because he's very very monotone and it can be hard for somebody to get into his music. But if you if you're somebody who's like us, we like concepts, we like stories, we like bars, we like all of that. Ka is I recommend both of y'all to go to go listen to Ka. Like get into his catalog uh, because I remember last year I was telling you uh, he had this album that released called Descendants of Cain. And that made my top. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That made my top five last year. That made my top five albums Mm -hmm. last year. And it's basically an album where he's talking about all of the shit that he had to see on the streets, drug dealing, and growing up in a family of of drug dealers and shit like that. But he's going. He's he's using like biblical terminology, like the sentence. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's insane. And then he released this album called um, Orpheus versus the Sirens back in 2018, and it's the same thing. But he's using Greek mythology. Greek mythology. I was Greek like, mythology. "Oh, that's crazy!" And and y'all y'all know how much I love Greek mythology. That that oh, album. Man. If you listen, if y'all want to start anywhere with Cos Catalog, start with that album, Orpheus versus the Sirens. Go listen. Go mm. listen to that album. That is man. one of that is one of the most brilliant, intricate, and well put together albums that I've ever heard from any from any rapper. Bro, mixing Greek mythology with hip hop with. Like with biblical, bro, that's insane. That's oh my God. Like, I, I find that hard to do. Like, that like fam, do you difficult. understand how much like reading and like, bro, that's insane, bro. And, I, and that's what I was saying whenever I was sending y'all text messages in the group chat. That's that that's the type of rap that, that speaks to me. Though, like, when you have rappers that can do shit like that, make mural, make rewind. <sighs> Those, those are those are different kind of rappers. Those are different kind of rappers, man. It's not even rapping no more. It's just God level art, like you know what I'm saying. Just on wax, God level art on wax. Dang, that was kind of yeah, yeah. God level art on wax. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely encourage y'all That's to go listen. But um, no, uh, the reason why I brought him up is because he dropped the album. Uh, a couple of weeks ago and uh let me i'm gonna tell you all the title i have it on here i haven't i haven't hit play on it yet because ka he's one of those mcs that before i listen to his album i have to get myself prepared i have to get myself prepared because he's kind of like lupe like he's that dope of a lyricist that you have to prepare yourself for what you're about to listen to so i haven't hit play on it yet it's on my ipod and i'm gonna listen to it uh it's called a martyr's reward it literally it literally just came out like two weeks ago so it's still it's still new um, and Ka, he he's not a he's not a Griselda affiliate, but he's done a lot of stuff with Griselda. He's done a lot of stuff with Rock Marciano, so he's he's makes that same type of music. It's that it's that street shit, but it's more like poetry. Like he he spits yeah. it like in like poet, like a poet. So yeah, 
Uh, that album is called A Martyr's Reward. Um, I definitely recommend y'all to go check that album out. I still need to listen to it myself. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Uh, Real Late, Peter Rosenberg. I still listen to that. Um, oh, I need to listen to that project. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of dope shit on that. A lot of dope shit on that. Um, the Horseman album. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm disappointed, but I'm disappointed with that album because I feel like they... Raskas, Cannabis, Killer Priest, and Corrupt. If they would have did that album back when we wanted it, when they were in their prime, it would have been it would have been a lot better. Because mm-hmm. all of them, they're they're way they're way past their prime. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's still a dope project, but it would have been better if they would have if they would have released it in their prime. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, other than that, I'm trying to find out. Uh, let me see if I can see what other R and B. Shit came out this year. Yeah, man, so much music, bro. Uh, Lloyd Lloyd Banks, Lloyd Banks has been heavy on repeat for me too. Uh, I've been listening mm-hmm. to, I've been listening to the Lloyd Banks album every day. Uh, King's Disease, I've been I've been listening to that pretty much every day. Uh, I think Lloyd Banks is probably the best in G Unit. He's always been my favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, three, I, like I said, Fifty Cent had the hype. Lloyd was just lyrically for me. It's always been, that, but... it's always been Lloyd for me though, lyrically. Yeah, Lloyd Lloyd Banks. Look, I, I said I said kick over that boy. He said what he said. I kid. He set up a GoFundMe and steal it. <laughs> yeah, oh, my yeah. God. Set up I a GoFundMe and steal you, it. <laughs> you patty for that one, but that shit go hard. Yeah, man. Yeah, but it's a lot of dope music out there, man. A lot of dope music. Uh, Donda. I'm gonna listen to that as soon as I get. I'm listening to that today. Yeah, today. I just want to hear that God level J Electronica verse thing. I got the speaker ready for that shit. I'm about to blast that all across. Yeah, man. So salute to J Electronica, man. He had he had the hardest line that I've heard so far this year with that uh that that damn Ezekiel's will line. If the DOJ confirms Ezekiel's will, I could change the world like Yakub with two pieces of steel. That is the <laughs> hardest. That's the hardest line that I've heard any rapper say. In the I'm past telling you, bro, years. he don't he don't rap. This man is like a philosopher, bro. He's like, this, yeah, he, he yeah. Jay Electronica's, yeah. Fam, I need I need I need everybody to go to go look that line up and, and look at what he was talking about in that line because that was some ridiculous shit, man. That was some really ridiculous shit. Salute to Jay Electronica. Salute to Kanye for not changing. I will mind. be meeting Jay Electronica. I'm I'm putting this into the universe. <laughs> I'm getting my Jay Electronica picture. I'm getting it. I'm shaking hands with this man. You got you got to meet the goat, boy. You got to meet the goat. You got to meet the what prom goat? Yeah, man. This, <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, much man. music, y'all. So much music. But yeah, man. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else. We got anything else? I don't know if I got no more talking, bro. I think I, no, I think no. that covers everything. Right. The only thing that I'm going to say before we get out of here is all you rap niggas be prepared because Kendrick Lamar is about to chop all of y'all's fucking heads off. I'm telling you right now. Yep. Drake, Drake, that goes <laughs> for you. J. Cole, that goes for you. Kanye, that goes for you. That goes for all you motherfuckers. Big Sean, <laughs> everybody. Yeah. All you niggas. Yeah, like ready. Kendrick sees Y'all gotta coming, be bro. ready, bro. He looks yeah, like, he said, like he said on the heart part four. He said, Y'all all got so many days for to get y'all shit together. Yep. Look, we, we ready for it now, boy. Yep, I'm, I'm ready, ready for it. He want all the smoke. 
That all boy, of it. That boy, Kendrick. He said, said he's smoking on top five, so he want all the smoke. Smoking on top fives, and he said, I'm the Elohim. He said, I'm God. He said, I'm God. <laughs> he said, I'm God. No, your boy said he's God, the king of New York, the king of the coast. What, look, what, what title are we not going to give this man? He may, he's making everybody jump. Bro. This nigga from the West Coast is saying this nigga is making everybody jump. He said, I, he, he said, before before you talk to God, you got to come talk to me first, bitch. He's saying he's <laughs> Jesus. And he said, he said, <laughs> and he said, bitch, right after that. Look, <laughs> you got to talk to Jesus. To, you got to come to Jesus to get to God. And he's saying he's that person before you get to God. That's look, crazy. Look. I would look. I would. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Kendra had a verse talking about something. But when you get up here, my slap you with Jesus saying, "I'm a damn so." <laughs> Man. Man. <laughs> yeah, Kendrick is. Man. Wild. He's coming. He's coming. Kendrick season is upon us. It's coming, bro. But yeah, I, can, I, I can only imagine when we get when we get up in the age where all our kids are growing up, and then I was like, "Man, I don't even know if y'all gonna have a Kendrick Lamar, y'all." Y'all world, but y'all missed out. Appreciate Kendrick, man. While we got him, don't take Kendrick Lamar for granted because when he's done, bro, he's gonna be done. I can feel it. I can feel it when he's done rapping, like putting like the rap mic down, he's going to be done. And yeah, and I feel like when he's done, he ain't gonna go back to it. I can feel that. For some reason, you know how some rappers they be like, Oh, I'm retiring, I'm done. No, when Kendrick's done, you can yeah, already I'm feel sure. it. How these gaps, this gap of time, like with his albums, he's not dropping, we're not getting another four or five Kendrick albums. It's not happening. I'm telling y'all, yeah, I agree. I appreciate agree. every time. I'm telling, I'm like, appreciate every visual, every song, every feature because when he's done, he's gonna be done. On the rap side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yep, so. I agree. But I ain't got no more talking, bro. I ain't got no more talking. All right, man. Well, yeah, we uh, we appreciate everybody for uh, tuning in to episode 65 of the TNT Podcast. Uh, we'll be right back at you guys with that Kanye review. And uh, peace, love, and positivity. Yes, sir. Peace, love. Be out of here.